0: Hey there folks. It's the blank space.
1: And we fill it in.
0: With something. Something. That
1: something is still to be determined, but this time around it's going to be spooky.
0: Yeah, very spooky.
1: Wait, wait, hold on, hold on, pause. Pause 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 pause. What, 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 are, what, we, are, what, are we are we doing, do... doing spooky or spooky? Those are two completely different aesthetics. I mean we can... Uh, it doesn't really matter. Boy. Hold on, hold on. But, but. I don't know if I could keep doing a podcast with you if you don't know the difference <laughs> between spooky and spooky.
0: Alright, alright guy. How about you tell me what's up then? Okay. Spooky includes
1: uh, vampires, zombies, scary stuff, like stuff you'd see like at a Halloween store or something like that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Spooky, with a P, with two Ps. Okay. Involves calcium, good bones.
0: Oh, okay. playing a
1: jingle on your rib cage. Okay, it's a good time. It's a good time for all. It's the complete, complete opposite of scary times. It's good times.
0: Okay, I I get what you're saying now, and I've picked up what you've put down, and it's in my pocket. But I I don't think anybody else can pick it up. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Wait a minute! Is this like...
0: is this like user locked? It's, it's it is only available to... it's the sword and the stone. I'm saying, I'm saying you are. Ref- we we have referenced something that most. Be- you know, what? show notes. It'll be in the show notes. <laughs> Spoopy. <laughs> okay. You know, you know what? You know what time it is. Uh, what time is it? It's Halloween time. Ooh. All right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> wow, I, thought, I thought you'd help me out there a little bit, but I guess not. Yep. All right. Yeah, um, yeah.
0: Well, we're definitely gonna be talking about scary stuff today. That's for sure. Definitely, definitely. <laughs> We've got some spooky stuff on
1: the on the docket. But but we but I wanted to ask you uh, before we got
0: into anything proper. Okay. How do you feel about
1: Halloween? How, how are you feeling
0: this time of year? I actually think it's one of my favorite holidays. Really? Why is that? Yeah. Well, for one, you get to have fun with a bunch of friends. Uh, at least the way I celebrate Halloween, usually going out to a few different parties with a few people, you know, do silly board games and dress up in probably your weirdest getup you can find, <laughs> and you have fun that way. Yeah,
1: a little bit of that. Um, I don't know if I'd call it my favorite time of year, but it's definitely up there. Um, I love the side of decorating. I love the side of people trick-or-treating. I love, like, figuring out what kind of costume you want, parties with your friends. Mm hmm. I don't know. It feels it feels different to every other holiday, mainly because like it's kind of letting anyone do whatever they want scare wise. Like the rest mm-hmm. of the year, you can't really like scare people. Like it's it's weird to have like a dead body on your front lawn. A mannequin <laughs> of a dead body, I want to clarify. But um at least this time around, this like, this time of year, people just go all out. People just kind of do whatever they think would terrify people and scare them and, like, make an interesting sight for people.
0: Mm-hmm. It's true, you don't really... I mean, sure, you have Christmas where they have, like, a bunch of, like, lights they put up and different decorations, but it's, like, the only... It's, like, one of the few times of the year where you can just, you know have actual scary stuff on your lawn, and people are going to be like, oh, okay, we don't have to call the police. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, get, get like, super creative with it, because, like, you have, um... uh,
1: Here, tell you what, I'll tell a little anecdote. So, okay. when I was a kid, still trick-or-treating, I have a very vivid memory of somebody's house in my neighborhood. Dre- like, the whole house was dressed up to the nines for Halloween. There was orange lighting there was like some arms in the yard there was like a little bit of blood splatter on the door that you go up to and knock on mm-hmm. and I remember going up to the door and being a little spooked and then I walk I, I walk up to the door knock and nobody answers and my dad points out oh they got the candy bowl over by that scarecrow so I walk over to the scarecrow about to grab something out of a bowl and the sca- scarecrow actually stands up and like kind of screams a little bit at me and I just remember feeling like a primal fear, <laughs> like in the bottom of my soul, like, oh God, this is how I die. The newspapers are going to say there's a child who died on Halloween from either stab wounds or a heart attack. Mm-hmm. But I mean, that was, that was the fun of it. Like the guy got really creative with it where he just kind of like sat on his porch in a, in a scarecrow costume, a really good one, by the way, like I I didn't even notice there was a person in there. And with just a bowl of candy, and scared the crap out of kids. That was
0: great. That is kind of great. Yeah. I remember when I was a kid, I had a house that really decked it out, and it absolutely terrified me to even go up to it. Mm. And they just had, like, such intricate uh, decorations on their lawn that it was like, ah, I'm so scared, I don't want to go near it. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I, I always, I always really wanted to
1: go, like, absolutely crazy for Halloween. Probably when, like, probably when, like, I'm a bit older, I've got, like, I've got, like, a nice, a nice place. I'm just gonna go all out <laughs> with as much as I can on, on the, on the sides of the house, everything. I want, I want to be the house that, like, kids dare each other to go up to.
0: Uh, that sounds like a great thing. yeah. Uh... The pastime is scaring children. That's a great thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's wonderful.
1: There's a there's a holiday <laughs> celebrating and everything. Um, what do you uh, what are
0: you dressing up for this year? Like, are you are you dressing up? This is actually one of the rare years where I don't get to do anything. What? Um, and it actually kind of makes me a little sad. It's a mix <sighs> between having to attend classes. I actually have class all day on Halloween. Oh. And I had to work for the entire weekend too. So not like i could go out either so mm. it's a little sad but hey that's that's just what the week was
1: <laughs> yeah hopefully
0: next year i get to have a little more fun yeah that sucks a little bit i'm sorry to hear that but
1: i mean it sounds like maybe you'll still get
0: together at some point with people Hmm. at least annoy a few people yeah yeah now this is this is a topic that that is very very controversial Mm -hmm. Um, what's your what's actually your favorite candy
1: what isn't my favorite candy
0: (laughs) oh you're you're a you're a fat boy (laughs) i look
1: october 31st until basically new year's Mm -hmm. all dieting plans and all like any amount of losing weight just goes out the window. Because it's just back-to-back things.
0: Okay. From Halloween
1: to leftover Halloween to Thanksgiving to leftover Thanksgiving to Christmas Mm -hmm. to New Year's. It's just one thing after another. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, I would say probably I'm really, I'm really partial to 100 grand bars. Because I'm a, I'm a man of class. I enjoy Okay. I enjoyed expensive candy um, But I gotta say I'm, I'm a fan of most candy Including candy corn
0: Okay, that's fair How about you? Um, I probably have to say And this is probably going to offend Every European that hears this um, I'm I'm actually a huge fan of Hershey bars <laughs> <laughs> You heathen
1: <laughs> You peasant You plebeian how dare you
0: not understand that there's so much good candy out there. There's so much good <laughs> chocolate. I mean, I, I do really enjoy 100 Grand Bars too myself, actually. But um, probably Hershey's is like one of my favorites. Mm. But uh, interesting thing, though, is um, the reason why a lot of Europeans hate Hershey bars is apparently there's some sort of like acid in it or something, right? Or whatever. It doesn't really matter that is just absent from European diets. But it's in ours, for some reason. And that's why Hershey's Bar tastes so nasty. We're just used to it. Mm. So, it doesn't really... We don't taste it. But since it's something they just don't ever have, they taste it immediately, and that's why they taste so bad.
1: Okay, so it's just it's just a, um, an area thing. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if I buy that, though, because, I mean, I like... Her- Hershey's is okay... Uh-huh. But there's so many better options.
0: Okay.
1: Like, uh, I've been trying to seek out Wilbur Buds for a while now, because Wilbur Buds are basically amazing Hershey Kisses.
0: Like, yeah, they're Hershey Kisses,
1: is. but amazing. Okay. Um,
0: Have you ever had them? I have not had them.
1: I'm going to seek them out this year, and I'm going to give you one, and you're going to realize the error of your
0: ways. I'm telling you right now. It's, you got a lot of hopes and dreams and I, I appreciate those hopes and dreams. I do,
1: some of which include <laughs> chocolate and candy. Okay. But I, I uh, yeah, I I could see I could I I could see me getting a Hershey bar and not being disappointed. But I don't <laughs> know, Hershey's been kind of the bottom of the barrel for me lately, because like I, I enjoy so many other candies, like Hunter grand, M and M's, Reese's, like a little bit of different taste to it rather than just chocolate.
0: I kind of just like the the whole just kind of basicness to it, you know. It's just pure milk chocolate. I enjoy milk chocolate, right? Mm. It's 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 simple, and I'm okay with simple sometimes. Then again, I also really enjoy vanilla ice cream, so there may be something <laughs> wrong with me. <laughs> just a just a simple man just a simple man simple man from a simple time
1: we're gonna expand your uh we're gonna expand your taste buds we're gonna get you to try like toffee ice cream or something like that
0: what is toffee anyway uh, is that like a coffee or something
1: no no it's oh god it's been a while since i've had toffee it's like a it's kind of like a You know what? I'm not going to describe it because I know immediately as I say anything that I'm not sure of, people are just going to rain down on top of me. Like, no, it's this. Um, All right, well, let me choose. Okay with that. (laughs) All right, well, how do you feel about some of the crazier candies out there, like, uh, like candy corn, black licorice? Uh... (laughs) I'm just going to name all the the garbage candies and just see which ones you like. Oh, you mean mints? Wait, hold on. Sorry. Can you can you repeat that for uh for the people in the back? Uh
0: mints. Now, please clarify when you say mints. Well, <coughs> I was originally trying to joke about, you know, like toothpaste being a candy, but um I actually what? don't like mint either. <laughs> what? <laughs> Cuz you know how like some households they would they would give toothbrushes and Oh,
1: okay. Yeah. Cuz like I'm sitting here like does he mean, like, Tic Tacs? Tic Tacs are great. Like, they're just little mints. They're great. And, like, oh, the Andes okay. mints, they're great. And then well, you I meant, mean, like, you're, you're toothpaste. You're allowed
0: to have your opinions, and your opinions are valid for you.
1: And Was there, like, was there a house in your neighborhood that handed out toothpaste when you were a kid, and you just but, held on to that forever?
0: I mean, just because there was, doesn't mean I held on to it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Actually, little side story. There was one year I went sugar-treating, and I don't mm-hmm. remember them doing it again. It was only the one year where they handed out fruit, <laughs> like apples, oranges, that kind of thing. Now I think
0: I'd appreciate it if it was a mango. <laughs> now
1: I don't, I don't hate the idea of getting fruit. I think it's a no, I think it's kind of weird, but you know what, whatever. I think it's certainly a little bit odd when you hand it to someone, and it's like here, I here have some fruit, and it. It feels a little old, oh, like it it doesn't feel like months old. It doesn't feel like I could just crush it in my hand, but okay. like it felt like one of those like, oh, this has been sitting for like a few weeks in in like the sun or something,
0: well, that's kind of sad,
1: yeah, it was it was certainly strange, but eh, whatever,
0: I got you, I got you. I mean, I think I would appreciate that if it was, like, an interesting fruit.
1: If they handed you, like, a durian?
0: Yeah, yeah, something like that, like a durian or, like, a mango or something you wouldn't get at, like, everyday kind of thing.
1: I'm just imagining, like, little, like, eight-year-old Andrew (laughs) shows up, like, home with his, like, pillow sack of, like, candy, and my mom's like, okay, put it on the table, we'll figure out what you can have, and, like... And I she dump just pulls out I d- a pineapple. I, d- I dump it out on the counter, and like Kit Kats and Reese fall out, and then a freaking durian hits the table and like cracks open, and the house just smells like ass for like the next week because a broken durian showed up on our kitchen table. That would be a memorable Halloween. I would say that much.
0: Yeah, that's that's for sure.
1: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, is do, do you have like any actually like super weird stories of people handing out candy, like like them handing out like fruit or something like that from your neighborhood?
0: Actually, I don't. Um, mm. I, I think there was one house that gave out pencils. Yeah, I remember that too. But like,
1: it was weird because I feel like they spent more money than if they spent money on candy. Yeah. Because, like, they gave me, like, an eraser and a pencil and, like, a pencil sharpener. Like, like a whole back-to-school kit instead of just, like, instead of just, like, oh, here's one pencil. It's, like, oh, here's, like, a whole back-to-school set. I'm, like, you probably spent, like, a couple of bucks on this one thing for me. Like, spend less. Just give me candy. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, looking back, I, w- I should have appreciated that more. But I was, like, oh, well, that sucks. There's look, no candy.
1: Look, look, look. As a kid, you can't appreciate that stuff, and like, <laughs> I, and not even appreciates the wrong word. You can't even like comprehend it because you're just looking at it. And you're thinking, "Oh boy, I'm going to get candy," and then somebody drops a piece of wood with some lead in it, and and, and like a pink eraser, and you're just like, "Wow, cool, thanks, <laughs> Nito." <laughs>
0: That's um, for sure. It yeah. is uh, hard to appreciate that stuff as a kid. A little bit. I mean, then again, it is, like, the only time when, you know, you can get, like, a mountain of candy, so. It's a little understandable. <laughs> mm, it's
1: It's the one time of year where you could just walk around to strangers' houses, knock on them, and have the expectation of them not just yelling at you to get away from them.
0: I mean, I did, th- I did that one other time, and I somehow got money out of it. What? Okay, so when I was, like, a real little kid, right? Okay. <laughs> um, I actually would... I, 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 I did it for, like, a day, and my aunt found me and, like, yelled at me for it. <laughs> um, <laughs> I was knocking knocking on neighbors' doors to to have them pay me to sweep their front.
1: <laughs> like, their stoop? Like, just, like, going up with, a, like, a broom?
0: Yeah, and basically, like, clean off their front kind of deal. What were you charging? Uh, whatever they would give me. (laughs) I think I was, like, eight at the time or something like that. And I came home with, like, eight bucks and my aunt was freaking out, like, how did you get this money? (laughs) Oh my god, I'm just
1: imagining, like, me as an adult and a kid comes up to the door and he's like, let me sweep your front, mister! And I'm like, okay, uh, sure. Sure. And he does it, and then he comes back, and he's like, all done, mister! And he holds out his little palm, and I'm like, oh, jeez, I didn't plan on giving you money, um, uh, <laughs> what do I have? Here's some Canadian coins you can have!
0: I- I'm just gonna say, that would make my day, as a kid. I got foreign money! me. <laughs> Yo, I got some. I got some.
1: I got some like Canadian coins down there from the last time I cashed in some change. Do you want it? Like, I got nothing to do with it. You know not No, no, no. I'll give it to some kid on Halloween. I'll answer the door and they'll be like, "Trick or treat." I'll, I'll just kind of like give them some
0: candy and dump
1: the coins in there and be like,
0: "Be gone." <laughs> wow. Can you not sound more elite? Oh, the peasants of the the peasants have come again this year. Time to drop change. Take take money, you need this. Time to drop...
1: No, no, no. No, no, no. Okay, so here's where I come down from that pedestal. It's not money that you can use here. They can't go down to the... I was going to say five and dime, and I'm like, oh my god, what what am I saying? There's no such thing as a five and dime. Yeah. like, Like, I can't... You can't go down to the local Wawa or something like that and be like, oh yeah, let me get this... Let me get this nickel's worth of candy... Like the cheapest thing there's like 30 cents, so you can't even get anything. And on top of that, it's Canadian currency. No one's gonna take it.
0: I mean, I don't know, man. I've I've seen those clerks before, man. That's actually you true. Just, they might actually can, just can take it. You hand them a and washer them and you may get some gum out
1: of it. Just walk up there and give them like a coin that they've never seen before, and they're like, I don't know, sure, whatever. Am Was I really gonna real? fight you over whatever. a piece of gum?
0: how much of an issue that is. What? Just, like, how much foreign currency, like, tellers accidentally accept. Um. Like, is it significant, or, like, is it just, like, a very small amount?
1: Well, when I worked in retail, it was never a problem with paper bills. Like, paper bills are distinctive. Like, you could tell which one's, like, an American dollar versus any other currency. They're pretty distinctive. But... Coins, I guess, can be
0: used, but that's. I mean, nobody, nobody checks a quarter to check it, make sure it's real. You could end up accepting like Chuck E. Cheese tokens. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Look, I don't know too many coins that are that are gold, like a Chuck E. Cheese token, unless it's like a a dollar coin. Eh, whatever. I, uh, I don't think it's a rampant issue. I don't think. I don't think. uh the political figureheads of this country are too worried about, uh, foreign currency being circulated for real American currency.
0: Yeah, you're probably right. But you know it is something that should be worried about? Hmm? The real topic for today. Wait, the real topic isn't candy corn? No. We got something as scary, though. Oh, what's scary? Voting.
1: Ah, it's so scary. I was trying to go for like one of those like 1930s housewives uh-huh. who see a mouse on the floor, but I but I realized I probably can't do that.
0: <clears throat> I, you, you tried though, and I appreciate your attempt. It it um that is the correct word, attempt. But like that uh, yep. certainly
1: was not a good attempt.
0: I don't actually have a solid emotion to this, so, uh, yeah, voting. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Voting.
1: It's actually coming up in our state soon. That's
0: the 7th, if I'm correct, right? Yes. Ooh. Tuesday, November 7th. What a time it shall be. Can I I do a little quick aside
1: before we really get into it? Why is it voting is always on the worst day? Um, it's never on, like, a Friday or a Saturday or a Sunday. It's always, like, a
0: Tuesday. Maybe they're hoping people won't go out and vote? I don't know. It could be a conspiracy or something. <laughs> I was hoping for a practical
1: explanation, but no, you were like, I don't know, maybe the big figureheads of corporate America want to figure out how to get people not to vote. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> I mean... Or it could just be a government reason, it could be that's like the ease It probably is that like volunteers and like people who work the polls and all that are hard to come out on weekends because they have plans and everything like that.
0: Actually it's not that hard. You just get a bunch of retired people to do it. Right, but I mean like during the week they have nothing to do and maybe
1: on the weekends they do have something like family visit or something like that.
0: No they don't, they're retired.
1: Wow, okay way to shut down our retired audience Aunt, come on now. <laughs> well,
0: I'm just, I'm just saying because I know my, my father. Uh, he actually works for the polling places. Mm-hmm. And when he goes out, right? It's, I mean, they pay them a good amount of money to do it, basically. So it's like, well, we're not gonna go out this week, weekend kind of deal, or whatever, whatever day it is, because they actually do pay like a, a good amount of money for what it is.
1: Right, right. But I, I could see a situation. God, we're getting way too far into this. I could see a situation where (laughs) it would be easier to tell someone, hey, you're helping out with polling. We need Mm -hmm. you here on a Tuesday versus, hey, I need you here all day on a Saturday. Well,
0: they they give actually a lot of notice uh, for signups for that kind of thing. So it's actually not particularly an issue for getting the people that work the polls out. Yeah. Usually the the, the the people that do it every year, kind of deal. So
1: I guess, but I don't know if I fully agree. I could I could absolutely see somebody having plans for a Saturday or a Sunday, mm-hmm. versus in the middle of a. If you're retired in the middle of a week on a Tuesday, not a whole lot. hmm But okay, yeah. that's enough about see. that's enough about theorizing <laughs> about voter like voter polling employment. Yeah. <laughs> what What did you want to talk about specifically with uh, elections? What What did you what, let's narrow it down a little bit.
0: Yeah. Um. What I What I wanted to talk about a little bit was why does it matter to vote, and how close really are elections? Because for some elections, it seems that the votes can be incredibly close. Like, for instance, there was an election up in Vermont, I believe, where it was literally decided by a single vote, how the if, if the official would actually be elected. It was something like for like a Senate spe- uh, spot or something like that. But it just kind of shows you that in some places, going out to vote can make a difference. And that's a 2016 election. Uh, the biggest thing that I see is that there needs to be a bit more involvement in local elections, because local elections are what really decide what affects you. That's, that's kind of the thing that I'm going off of right here. Like, for instance, for the current election that we have coming up, it doesn't decide anything national for us. It's all governor and, uh state senate and members of the general assembly and yeah it's not presidential it's it's
1: local government it's state government
0: Mm -hmm. and in in many places voter turnout rates for midterm elections are 20 percent lower than the regular presidential elections so there's a whole 20 percent of people that will most likely not vote even though they normally do for presidential elections
1: Hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, well. Let's answer the first question that you said. Okay. Really, really, uh, a few moments ago. Um, why voting is important? Sure. That's that's an easy one to me. Voting, mm-hmm. voting is basically how you get your voice heard within your state. Mm. Mm-hmm. The, the way you vote influences how things are planned. How things are made within your state, down to the local level, which affects you a lot more than something like a presidential election does. Presidential election has wide sweeping results, but at the same time, your mayor and your governor do a lot more to affect your day-to-day life over the the man sitting in the big chair in the White House. That is true. It's funny, because I was watching um, I forget if it was earlier this year or the end of last year, but Dave Chappelle came back to do a comedy special. Okay. Um, He had been gone for a really long time, like, not doing comedy for a long time. And in his set, he actually mentioned, like, hey, you guys probably noticed that, like, I showed up to a town hall meeting in my state. And I did that because it's important. I did that because I want people, I want want my voice heard on the issues that I have in my community. Mm Mm-hmm. And you think about that, and you have a man as well known and rich and famous as Dave Chappelle showing up to his local town hall meeting to make the change that he wants to see. That kind of perfectly encapsulates what a vo- what an election is about as well. You want you want to talk to these people. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah, but yeah, I mean, that's uh, that's definitely true, because if you don't end up voting, you don't get your voice heard. And it's... I mean, it, the you, you will find that the richer a person is, the more likely they are to vote, because they realize that it does matter. Yeah.
1: And mm-hmm. it, it really does come down to that, that if you want your voice heard, you need to vote. It's as simple as that. And voting always sounds harder than it actually is. Like voting includes like you signing up to vote, you showing up mm-hmm. to the polling place between these hours most of the time. Mm-hmm. Like this year it's on a Tuesday, so people work and after work you're probably tired and don't want to go. It's it it sounds difficult, but honestly, if you do a little bit of paperwork beforehand and show up to a place, it's painless. You just yeah. show up and do the thing.
0: I mean, some places have really long voting lines. That is true. That is true. that, but is, that true. is not the majority of cases at all.
1: But and but but if you show up and have to wait in a long line, you can catch up on our backlog
0: <laughs> while you're in line. <laughs> that's true. And I think something that's very important to site is that those with money vote. Mm-hmm. Uh, for instance, in the 2012 election, right uh eighty eighty percent of those making more than a hundred and fifty thousand a year voted. I think that's an important statistic to think of, yeah that those with money often vote
1: yeah it i mean it directly affects them. It directly mm-hmm. affects everybody, but I guess the results are a lot more visible to people who have a lot of money mm-hmm now. The next point I want to bring up is um what what did you say exactly it was it was um you wanted to know like
0: why people don't vote or something like that? What was it? Yeah, yeah. It's kind of interesting why people don't vote. Um
1: I I get I get it and I don't get it at the same time. Mm-hmm. I get it because of the reasons I stated before. It's It's semi... There's effort you have to put in to go vote. (coughs) Sorry. There's effort you have to put in to go vote. You have to register. If you want to be an informed voter, you have to look up all Mm -hmm. the people that are on the ballot, which It is a little bit
0: of footwork to get done. Yeah, sometimes
1: it's not easy. And uh, I think I've griped before on this podcast that, like, sometimes you look at that list of people and you can't find any information about them. At all. Mm -hmm. But just simply by you going and voting, your voice is being heard. Even if you're just voting because you like Democrat or you like Republican, even if you're just voting that, that is important because people are using that to shape the way that they make policy. Mm-hmm. And it's funny. I I would think, honestly, like you said before, the midterm elections usually are not big turnouts. They're not presidential. Mm-hmm but i wouldn't be shocked if this midterm was actually something that people really got involved in um i look why would you say that look i don't like to get political i really don't okay but there's a lot of people in this country who are very very unhappy very unhappy with how the current administration of uh, of the Trump presidency is going and how the entirety of Congress feels Republican and feels like they're just doing what they want and it's not the change that a lot of people want. Whether Mm. it be Democrat, Independent, or even Republican, people aren't happy seeing what's going down. And I've been noticing a big, big movement to try and just get that changed not not specifically like oh get trump out of office but change who is who is voting on this your governor your senate your congressman like trying to change that to independent to democrat to a different republican like try and get new blood in there or something like that i'm noticing Mm -hmm. a big push for this so i think there's a reason for people to get really into this one.
0: Yeah, I can agree with that. Yeah, Have you have you uh, been
1: noticing anything like that? Like, I I, I, I don't mean, want to feel I like feel I'm feel alone like people, in this.
0: I feel like people are more fed up with how things are. It's just kind of sad that this isn't one of the elections to, you know, actually change anything on the national level. This is a purely local election.
1: Right, but even That's local
0: election can is. affect... Oh yeah, you're right. You're right. Because it could it could definitely change how a state acts, and with compliance with you know the national laws and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So I definitely agree with that. Like it, it can it can change how things are seen, um, for sure. Yeah, I I think this election this
1: midterm is going to be interesting because people will look at it and say like, oh, for some reason millennials were a big push at this election like a lot of people showed up to the polls between the ages of 18 to 35 mm-hmm. why is that i think that'll be the reason
0: i hope that i hope that's going to be the case i think so i i do talk with a i actually did did a small little survey um at my place of employment <laughs> uh, the percentage of people that voted vote and don't vote mm-hmm. and it turns out like a good 60 percent vote where um where i work hmm. yeah i it's strange because
1: like i definitely i look at it growing up in the 90s where people were very apathetic about voting and i think honestly like the 90s to early 2000s was, like, some of the lowest voting turnout in modern history. I, I'd have to look that up, but I believe, like, <clears throat> I believe in the 90s it was kind of, it, it was, it was around there. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like voting is, is kind of coming back in a weird way. Like, people are very into their politics now. It's, for better or worse, I mean, I'll, I'll say that, people are definitely into their politics. But I feel like that is a positive thing in the sense that people are going out and voting on this. Mm-hmm. People are participating in it. Now, our, now participation in all elections is still not going to be where the country probably wants it.
0: Yeah, because right now it, it averages for, like, on national elections, I think it was in 2016, it was uh sixty percent of the voting population voted. Yeah. And um for the previous midterm elections somewhere around like thirty six percent voted. Like it's the numbers are are not really that good. <laughs> they're not. They're not. But
1: I I wouldn't be shocked if historically we start to see a bump right around now in voting participation um now i'm talking over the course of like several elections not over the course of like one okay. maybe one maybe it'll be a weird spike but like if we take historical data i feel like between when obama was elected and i want to say like the next probably four to five maybe even six elections people are going to feel really strongly about their politics
0: That's fair. It definitely has become more polarized in the last few years.
1: Yeah, because right now we have the Trump presidency, which not a lot of people are happy with. So people are going to go out and vote against it or for it if they are for it. Mm -hmm. And then when that comes to an end, how people are going to vote after that. And I think that's when you might start to see a dip depending how those elections go. But right now I think we're in a a time where people are kind of really getting into
0: it. That's true. You know what I think it would be actually be a little, little bit helpful? What? If we actually say what positions are actually up for election at the moment. Yeah. Do you know what positions are? I'm sorry, Sagan? I said, do you know what positions are up for election?
1: Um, I, I have this handy dandy piece of paper <laughs> that the state of New Jersey sent me, so I I have it right in front of me here.
0: Ooh, look at that. I happen to have one as well. What? <laughs> that's That's craziness.
1: It's almost like we're living in the living in the 21st century.
0: What a time!
1: (coughs) Hmm. Sorry about that. I'm getting over a little sickness. It's all good. It's all good. I'll let it. But, Ann, would you like to inform the uh, the kind people at home what we're voting for in the midterm? If we're not voting for president.
0: Sure, sure. Uh, Currently, we are voting for the governor of New Jersey. Um, I assume other states are voting for you know, similar positions, so it's good that you get out as well. Uh, Especially for Pennsylvania, I know your election's going to be very contentious. (laughs) Uh, We are also voting for members of the State Senate at the moment, which is essentially the upper house, and members of the General Assembly, which is the lower house. Both of which pretty much determine how... This the budget's going to be spent. They enact what state laws, you know, which which are going to affect you, like the whole traffic light camera thing. They're pretty much in charge of if that comes back or not. God, or I deciding. Not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. The, they're the people who decide those state laws, so they are very important for you to know, because uh, they also have the ability to possibly lower property taxes if they put caps in, or the lack of caps. We also have the members of the Board of Chosen Freeholders, which is a unique New Jersey thing, actually. Nobody else actually has freeholders. We're we're it. (laughs)
1: We're the only ones,
0: really? Yeah, yeah. I was surprised to find that out uh, doing a little bit of research. Apparently, New Jersey is one of the few places that actually have freeholders. Hmm. uh, Which essentially act as uh, both administrative and executive uh, members in the local governments, right? Hmm that pretty much lead up different committees for, most likely, county, on the county level. And they pretty much determine, well, I mean, what specific little laws may be enacted in your area, or what sort of programs can be enacted in your area to help, you know, development and all that kind of stuff. Hmm. Which is very important to look after. We also have a, well, at least for my district... Uh, we have the members of the local board of education, which is, if you have kids, is important for you. These are the people that decide how your kid's going to be taught. That is, or... that, that alone <laughs> is pretty important. Mm-hmm. And uh, believe it or not, in my district, there's three spots open and only two people running. <laughs> hmm. So there's been a discernible lack of interest in the members of local board of education. Hmm. That makes me sad. That means I probably could have ran and probably put <laughs> my name in there and actually won. <laughs> how, how, how do you just think because know what I to have my name on the ballot?
1: <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, here's the thing. You could do a write-in. You could write yourself in.
0: I think I'm going to do that. <laughs> just 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 to see if it could happen.
1: Vote yourself into it.
0: Yeah, sure. I, I, I'm gonna—I'll uh, throw up my nomination right now.
1: Okay. Let me—let uh, me know how that goes. Let me know if you sure. have—if uh, you have the—the uh, the time to do the podcast after joining the board of ed.
0: Yeah, I, I'm just kind of curious if that—if I could just write my name in and suddenly become a member, because there's th- only two people running. <laughs> I think you need a
1: few votes to have that happen. Just letting you
0: know. I know, I know, but sometimes people, uh, I mean, come on, there's only two out of three people that should be running. That's just, I'm, you know, I'm going to post something on Facebook and <laughs> have people vote for me. See how that works.
1: <laughs> all right, this is going to be, all right, you heard it here, folks. I, I genuinely did not know this is going to happen, so all right, I think Ant might be running for a, uh, an,
0: a an office here. I'm just kind of cu- curious if it would even happen or not oh well we'll see (laughs) tell you
1: what by the next time we do a podcast you'll have an answer whether you're on the board (laughs) of education or not I I think we even post a little update to the Facebook page like hey just so you know guys podcast might be a little late it's now (laughs) on the board of education so Uh,
0: that'd be funny if that that turned out to be the case Hmm. jeez I'd actually have to go in with a suit and tie that'd be interesting
1: and just show up at your local polling place and be like, hey, remember to vote for me at Board of Ed. I'm not on the list, but definitely write my I name th- down.
0: I think that's illegal. You can, uh, you can, you
1: can advertise outside of the polling place. Can you? I'm pretty sure that's not allowed. I think so, because there's people outside of polling places all the time that, like, are like, oh, are you voting here? Vote this way or something like that. I feel like that's a thing. Hmm.
0: We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. We'll see about also, that. There's also uh, two referendums that are on at the moment. Well, yeah. Vote state public questions, basically.
1: Yeah, I, unless you're a New Jersey local. I don't think they'll apply to people. Yeah. Uh,
0: so the one is... What is it? The Library Construction Bond Act. Which, in. Eh, pretty much allows... Wow, I know how you feel about
1: libraries.
0: Well, here's the thing, right? It's basically saying, hey, will you allow us to take on more debt to build libraries that we can't afford? Hmm. That's the gist of what it's asking. And the second question is the constitutional amendment dedicating monies from state environmental contamination cases. Which is uh, essentially saying, hey we sue uh companies or whatever and we get money from it we have to b- put that money towards you know whatever damage they caused
1: i'm sure that money will definitely go towards that
0: so <laughs> oh, you you man you man you <laughs> yeah but those are those are the two questions we have at the moment
1: yeah please please look into that because a midterm election is not just voting for your um voting for people. It's voting for kind of policy as well. Like we mm-hmm. just said, we have these two questions on here. I know um some states get really like crazy with it. Like I, I think California for the national election had something like fourteen questions on their ballot. I remember hearing something along those lines. But it's certainly like worth looking into because they're a little wordy. <laughs> they're a little uh they are a little uh, difficult to parse if you're just standing in the booth the day of.
0: Mm-hmm. They also have, yeah, they also have these interpretive statements on them, which are interesting. I'm, I'm not really sure what those. It's just kind of interesting that they have them worded as they do. It well, seems like they're trying to sell it one way or another. Well, I think that's just putting it in layman's
1: terms, but definitely it could be biased mm-hmm. towards one way or the other.
0: It really yeah, depends. W- yeah, the way I definitely read the first question was, uh, hey, will you allow us to spend money that we don't have for libraries we can't afford? Hmm. I mean, I like libraries, and libraries are great. I like my public library, but, uh, yeah, that sounds like a bad idea, especially in a state that has trouble balancing its budget. <laughs> take on more
1: debt. What, you're saying you don't want uh, the librarians to be paid? You're anti-librarian?
0: I would like to stand that as a current runner for the Board of Education (laughs) that uh, (laughs) that, uh, I am against uh, unfavorable terms to our financial budget.
1: (laughs) Mm. The first thing you're taking a stand on, I see how it is. That
0: is not within my control.
1: Ah, uh, you're doing a great job already. You're doing a wonderful I'm tr- job.
0: I'm trying. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Whew. I mean, even though uh, you may hear this and you're not from New Jersey, I-, I suggest that you still take an active interest in what in your local elections, just because of how much they can impact you. And just to see, like, it—do people even run for the spots? I think you were saying on your on your voter, on one of your, uh, what is it, positions that there's only one person running, yeah, for the position, completely unopposed.
1: Yeah, for state senate there is only one person
0: running for the the whole kit and caboodle. Mm-hmm. So that's interesting. It just kind of says that if you take an active interest in your local politics and you don't like how they have been running things, you can sometimes be able to take charge and change things on your own. Be able to step up and be able to, well, run. And actually get elected a position if there's just a lack of will around you. It's those that try that, well, end up succeeding after all.
1: Which is exactly why Ant is running for the Board of Ed. He wants to be the change.
0: That he sees, I am your write-in candidate for the 2017 election. I found <laughs> no matter out the about, state. I found out about it seven days before the election, eight days before the election, and uh, we're gonna. We're, it's gonna be a quick campaign. Quick campaign. <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right, Ant, What are you standing on for board of education? What are your um, What are your
0: What are your top things? I am for better education. And better education. Good, solid. <laughs> what?
1: What? What makes better education?
0: Uh, what makes better education is empowering young people to pursue their dreams and realize that trade jobs are a secondary option besides university. You too can be an electrician. You too can be the carpenter, because you know not all of you are smart enough to go to college. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't think
1: I've ever heard I don't think I've ever heard somebody slap down their entire voting base at the same time as telling them to go be go be go be what they want to be
0: okay in all seriousness though though I know the tr- trades you have to be smart to do those too that that was just a, a little throw out there <laughs> Are you sure about that? You sounded pretty uh, you sounded pretty dedicated to the cause there. Well, let's be honest, construction jobs, you know, you can always pursue a construction job. But there are also more technical ones that do require, like, a, a decent amount of knowledge, which would be, like, electrician and, you know, and certain plumbing positions, you know, as well. So, yeah, honestly, I think throwing trades as an option out there besides university or or just offering community college and just letting know that's an availability I feel like is a very important thing because I, I do feel like a lot of kids in high school either aren't given proper guidance on what they should do or where they should go and pretty much what Hmm. and it it just seems that there is just a lack of options whether they're present or not doesn't matter they just don't know of them and I think that's something that actually is important.
1: All right, informing, informing young young people about their options—that seems like a decent idea. Mm-hmm.
0: That might be that might be
1: more person specific, though. You're right; so, it is very person specific.
0: That's so- why I think, like, uh, allowing for more guidance in schools would be a very good thing to do. But then again, you know, it's been a little bit since I've been just. Dis- been to high school so <laughs> what are you talking
1: about no it's only been it's a minute been like
0: it's been like six years or something now <laughs> hey, who's counting so, so i'm not that's not, not very informed on the specific policies that are in place but i at least know that you know you should do good things for them so that's good i don't like wasting money so that's good too <laughs> you're doing a great job now you just got to get a website all right I think I could probably swing something with Squarespace, what, seven days or something? <laughs> just make a Facebook page. Just
1: just make a Facebook page so at least someone can find
0: you. You know what? I'm going to do that after this, after we're done recording. Oh, I'm just going to post God. it You're up there and this. see. You're taking this the whole way. <laughs> I'm, 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 gonna, I'm, I'm curious how many votes I can get just by writing in and just throwing stuff on Facebook. Yeah. If I could get elected with that, that... I'm not sure what that says.
1: And it's seven days before the before the election. You're going to get an inspirational movie made after you if you, <laughs> if you figure out a way to get elected in less than a week with no plans.
0: <laughs> oh my god, that's going to say so much about trying in the electoral process, though.
1: Well, you heard it here like... first. You, you You've been introduced to the main man... The man who will be leading our children in teaching them about more options for their future after public school. The man who didn't know who David Bowie was will now be teaching (laughs) your children where to go in their life.
0: Hey, hey, I knew he was in Labyrinth. (laughs) He's an actor, right? I'm sorry, I'm sorry, okay.
1: <laughs> the man who will be leading your children knew David Bowie as a man in a children's movie who played with balls. He will be teaching your children which way they should be taking their lives. Can I do your campaign commercial? Can I do that? Hey, sure. Alright, cool, I'm gonna... I, I need no script. No script whatsoever. I'm gonna wing it. Sounds good.
0: I'm actually going oh, to keep track
1: on you. I'm going to, like, message you daily and see how the polling's going. I'm going to see how this goes. I don't even know how to
0: check for that. Huh? I don't even know how to check for that.
1: Uh, how many likes are you getting on a Facebook page? That's the best you're going to do.
0: Yeah, I guess you're right. Well, <laughs> we we covered a topic today, Drew. <laughs>
1: We, we, we didn't cover a topic. We gave you free advertising. <laughs> this is your plan all along. This is why you wanted to talk about this.
0: Did, did we miss anything we wanted to talk about?
1: Uh, I don't know. Did you want to talk more about um, your run for Board of Ed? <laughs> no. no. I, I think we covered everything. Sweet. People, well, go out and vote.
0: Go out and vote get interested it can get you far get motivated get hype you could even become your local board of <laughs> education
1: <laughs> member okay very quick before we wrap I'm gonna find out real quick how many write-in votes you need to be elected how many write-in votes do you need to be elected Let's see writing candidate
0: this is probably riveting riveting audio stuff, but it is it is great i am I am having an enthralling time um I'm noticing a number of like two hundred. oh, I have that
1: many vo- I have that many Facebook friends. <laughs> Are you gonna get that? you gotta get I every mean, single one of them to vote for you within your district
0: you know what sure. Why not? Let's just. I, I'm just curious if this is this is possible. Oh, uh, it's different. It,
1: it's different per state. Per state, it's different. How many votes you need to be uh, considered?
0: I mean, that's fine. But I, I, we're just going to see how this goes. We're we're just going to see how it goes. I didn't realize actually. New Jersey is
1: like one of. 10-ish states that just allow full-in write-in votes? There's a lot of states that just don't really allow that. Huh. I'll have to look into that. Alright, I'm getting sidetracked. I'm getting derailed.
0: Well, this was the blank space.
1: (laughs) And we filled it in with something.
0: Yep, something.
1: We filled it in with your votes for Anthony.
0: (laughs) Yep, vote for me, because I'm not the other guy. (laughs) (laughs) but there is no other guy somebody because somebody else didn't run
1: there's no other guy you are (laughs) the guy there's three people needing to run and there's only two
0: (laughs) all right have a nice one folks see ya i thought i'd clue this in the end i'm not actually running please don't vote for me i will be very sad have a nice one